We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions As an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Where words fail, music speaks. That quote is from Hans Christian Andersen. And one more quote for you all before we get started today. Music expresses that which cannot be said and on which it is impossible to be silent. That quote is from Victor Hugo. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Joven Hundle, and today's theme is The Gift of Music. I'm Jack Palakos. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help those help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We've just launched our Operation Hurricane Disaster Relief Fund after a successful wildfire operation earlier this year, and we desperately need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. And for this segment, we're thrilled to be hearing from my co-host for today, our awesome Jack Falakas. Uh, Jack will be reading his chapter in Be the Star You Are's new anthology, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world. Take it away, Jack. Hi, all. Uh, this is my chapter called The Gift of Music. Eight. That's how old I was when I played the harmonica for the first time. Well, if you could call it a harmonica. It was actually a novelty item given to me from my aunt for Christmas. Although the tiny metal toy was only about an inch long, just about the width of a pinky finger, and it could only play four different notes, I was captivated by the sounds I could make just by simply breathing into it. I played around with it until I worked out how to play Silent Night, and then played a song for my family. I don't know if it was the tune itself, the fact that I was eight, or a combination of both, but my musical performance seemed to put a smile on everyone's face. And this was the first time time that I experienced the gift of music. I had the ability to express myself in a way that positively affected others, and this was the beginning of my musical journey. My love affair with music began in earnest when I started taking harmonica lessons. During my first lesson, my teacher was unexpectedly surprised that I was able to perform advanced techniques, some of which take years to learn, and I just learned them in my first lesson. One of these techniques involves bending, which is basically manipulating the sound by creating different airflows against the reeds, which is really important in just playing any type of harmonica. And my favorite genre is blues, which is the most popular style of harmonica playing. And it's noted for its melancholy sound that has a tendency to evoke deep feelings and emotions. 
The blues captivated me, and I yearned to learn more. As I played, I began to understand that my own pleasure in playing was indeed another gift of music, and I was inspired to practice every day. Finding my passion was a truly spectacular feeling. After two years, my teacher encouraged me to seek someone who could teach me new techniques. Fortunately, I was able to find someone nearby. In addition to teaching, this instructor was the president of the Society for the Preservation and Advancement of the Harmonica, SPA, and this organization holds annual conventions for harmonica players from all around the country and the world to share ideas, play together, and is made up of performers from just all over the world itself. And my teacher encouraged me to submit an, audi an audition tape for the upcoming convention. At the age of 12, I was lucky enough to be chosen, chosen as a 2015 youth recipient. I was going to perform on stage in front of 500 harmonica fans and some of the greatest players in the world. For the next four months, I practiced two songs that I would play on stage. Finally, the day came and I flew out to the convention in Denver. I'll never forget the moment I walked into that hotel. Sounds of country, folk, classical, and blues music filled the air. In the enormous lounge area, groups of harmonic, harmonica players and guitarists were creating amazing music. It was truly spectacular. Eventually, the night of my performance arrived, and I was the only youth recipient playing that night. But I was sandwiched between two of the greatest harmonica players in the world. Although I was a little nervous, I felt extremely fortunate to be able to perform in front of such a crowd. From the moment I walked onto the stage and heard a roar of applause fill the room, I could feel the energy pulsing through the air. Not one of the 500 people in that room were there to judge me, as they had only come to listen to the music that they loved so much. So I played with all my heart and all my soul. And as people cheered me on in the crowd, clapped and smiled at me, I felt an incredible feeling that was induced through one thing, the gift of music. I was able to make others happy simply by playing notes. Whether it's just one person or thousands, the gift of music has the ability to bring people together and conjure emotions. Music truly is a gift to be shared. Whether you are a player yourself or just like to listen to music, experience this amazing gift. And here's an exercise, an exercise which is called relax with music. We all have moments in life when we just can't seem to unwind. Maybe it's something at school or home or something else entirely that's bothering us. There's so many things in life that seem to get us stressed, but not so many things that we can easily turn to for help in getting unstressed. So the next time you feel anger or frustration or any kind of stress clouding your mind, try the following. Go alone into a room and select your favorite songs. You know the ones. The, the ones that always make you feel good when you hear them. Lie down on your bed or sit in your favorite chair. Close your eyes and simply let the music take over. Let the sounds wash over you. Don't think about anything. Just feel the music. You'll be surprised how the music helps you relax. Songs help you remember a particular time in your life. We all have music that brings us back to the good old days. Choose a song that elevates you. I believe that music can make us feel things we didn't even know we could feel. Music is magical. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. That was a quote from Bob Marley. Wow, I thought that was an excellent chapter. You know, when you were reading it, something that particularly jumped out to me is when you were talking about how, you know, you practice your two songs for months, and then you fly all the way to Denver, you come out, and there's no one there to judge you. It's all people just coming to enjoy what you're performing. I thought that was a really great sentiment. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's interesting because music, you know, whether you're playing it, whether you're listening to it, any of that, I feel like, you know, 
it's perfect for, I guess, every different situation you can think of. If you're, you know, really stressed out and you need to feel good, you can do, like, for example, in your um, exercise just now. But if you're, you know, just happy, you want to have a good time, obviously, you know, there's music for that, too. And so I think that's the another beauty of music is that it's really just right for any situation out there. Yeah, and I, I think one of the best things about music is that you don't have to be a player or know anything at all about music to enjoy it. Because I, I know um, there's there's definitely a lot of musicians out there, but if you just want to listen to music and just feel good and have a nice, relaxing time to yourself, listening to your favorite songs, you don't have to have literally any knowledge at all of music to just like the way it sounds. And you don't have to play guitar to enjoy listening to someone play guitar. And I just think that's, that's such a great element of music is that it's really just so universal that music is everywhere, regardless of uh, like economic status or social status. Music is just everywhere in the world. Absolutely. And yeah, it's just um, another thing that kind of reminds me of all this is that, you know, if you hear a song that you might not have heard in years and years you might be able to still perfectly remember that melody, remember some uh, lyric or line in the song, that there will be something in that song that even though you might not have been able to hear it for so long, it obviously stuck with you. You gave it meaning. It meant something to you. And so that song has just stuck, for, stuck with you for that long, whether or not, like how you were saying, you are musically inclined. Yeah, that's another, I guess you could say, gift of music. I, I didn't include that one in my chapter, but I think... Something that's really good about music is that it's kind of a gift that keeps on giving in a sense. Because in my chapter, I talked about how music kind of brings people together or can make people feel happy and all these different emotions. But you're totally right how music has its own ability to really bring you back to memories from years and years ago that you might have completely forgotten about just because um, there's actually like scientific studies. I don't really know the details, but... Just uh, um, it works the same way with smells, surprisingly. But it's just something about like listening to music in a certain memory or certain moment that's special to you. That's gonna make it really stick with you for your whole life. Kind of how like a lot of uh, husbands and wife will have, you know, their special song that they. Yeah, I, I guess you know just that one song that's really special to both of them. Maybe that's how they first met or they had like a super special moment to that song. And I think that's a really interesting part of music, how it can kind of isolate and almost uh, make your make a specific memory immortal that you're just never going to forget. And you're just always going to remember that memory because of music, which is honestly a really cool gift of music. Absolutely. And you know, that reminds me when you're talking about, you know, these this music associated with memories, it made me think about how, you know, a lot of the sorts of memories that, you know, as people get older, they start to reflect back on, a lot of them are like rooted in music. So, you know, at somebody's wedding, that first dance, they always remember, you know, that song that they chose, that the song that they chose for it. Um, whether it's, you know, your, your senior prom, whether it's, uh, at your birthday party, whether it's at any of this kind of stuff, you know, we remember the songs that we listen to on those nights and all that kind of stuff. So music really is like intrinsically linked with a lot of these treasured memories. Yeah, that's honestly just such an amazing part about music is that 
it just has this ability, well, the ability to have lots of abilities, I guess. <laughs> I think it's it's just really neat how music can, whether you want to have a memory because of a song or whether you want to feel happy because of a song or a song will bring people together. Music has all the, you know, it has the power to do all of those things with just the same song for all the people in the world universally, which, you know, it's just really awesome to think about. And I also really like how diverse music is too, because there's just so many different genres of music and so many different artists and different instruments and just so much variety in music that there's really a, uh, a certain type of music and certain type of sound for everyone. So it's not really specifically targeted for only a specific group of people. Music is just something that literally everyone and anyone in the entire world can enjoy and love for their whole life. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I want to thank you so much for reading your chapter with us today, Jack. It was a fantastic chapter. Um, audience, make sure to check out our brand new anthology entitled Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, uh, where you can actually find Jack's chapter. And you can check that out at CynthiaBryan.com slash online hyphen store, where you can also find our previous two anthologies. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this segment, but make sure to stick around as we continue with Express Yourself. My name is Jovan Hundle. And I'm Jack Palakos. You've been listening to Express Yourself, which is an on-air global community where teens talk and the world's listen. For information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, Go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org.
back to the past Just look to the beyond Where I'm coming from That's where you belong Then it And you know who I am And you know that I can So don't be testing me If that's with them We're out of control listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. You've just been listening to the new song, Out of Control, by our guest for this segment, Lydia Singer. Our show is Express Yourself Teen Radio on the Voice America Kids Network, which is by, for, and with creative young people. My name is Jovan Hundle, and today's theme is The Gift of Music. And my name's Jack Palakos. For this segment, we're really happy to be continuing The Gift of Music with our special guest singer, special guest, Lydia Singer. Lydia Singer is a multi-talented singer-songwriter from... Buckinghamshire, and she released her second EP, Rebellious Teen, in August. Inspired by the trials and the tribulations of teenage life, 16-year-old Lydia inspiringly put together this EP while studying for her GCSEs, standardized tests in the United Kingdom, and sings about the roller coaster of feelings she has experienced over the last few years of her life. Lydia, sa- Lydia says that since her last EP released in 2017, I've grown up as a person, and my music style has grown with me. She celebrated the release of Rebellious Teen at a very special launch event on Sunday, 19th August at Siegfried von Underbelly. uh, Underbelly, Forgive my pronunciation. And this is the exciting evening of performances. We'll see special guests take to the stage, including Keisha White, LT, Michaela, Cara, and James Biken. Lydia has been turning heads within the music industry with her distinctive pop vocals and songwriting skills since she was a young child and wrote her first songs at the age of 13, and she's a frequent performer on BBC Cambridge Introducing and has also been featured by BBC Three Counties, Westside Radio, MKFM, Seclau Sessions, Vibe FM, Wandsworth Radio, Riviera FM, and Hype Radio. Welcome, Lydia. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. And so obviously you are releasing a new EP called Rebellious Teen. And I just was wondering, um, as the artist who created all of them, what is your personal favorite track that you made? From this EP, I would have to say probably Truth Hurts because it had a lot of meaning for me writing it. It, it came from a really deep place and it was about everything that was going on at the time. And yeah, that was definitely, that would definitely be my pick. 
Interesting. And so, you know, what does go on in your songwriting process? So when you say about how, you know, this is probably your favorite track based off of what you're going through during, going through at the time when you're writing it. Um, so how did that then manifest into the song that's on your EP now? So did you start writing the lyrics first? Did you already have, you know, some of the music set out? How'd that all go? Yes. Yeah, so I'll be in the recording studio with my producer and, you know, the producer, he'll come up with some really cool beats. And then depending on the type of vibe that I get from that, will that's how I'll create whatever whatever song I come up with. And then I'll probably start with the basic, like, tune, the basic melody. And then I'll fit words into that. And, yeah, it's all about the feel of it, really. And, yeah, like, depending on how I feel about it, then creates words and things. And then I get some inspiration on what I want it to be about. And then if I have something that I already know is fits in really well with that, then I'll just go off that. Oh, okay. That's like... That's pretty cool because I've always kind of wondered how songwriters actually write the whole song. And is that just personal to you or is there kind of a specific layout that most songwriters try to follow? I would definitely say it's just um, specific to me, like personal to me, because I think there is no right or wrong way of writing a song. You can go about writing a song in any way of your choosing, whatever is best for you. Like, honestly, I've never stuck to one particular way to one particular way of writing music anyway. I've, I've um, done sometimes writing the melody first, then lyrics, or other times I've done lyrics first, then melody. It's re- it really depends on the day and the song and, and how I'm feeling. Interesting, yeah. And so, you know, I wanted to go back to your description of your new EP, Rebellious Teen, and you talked about how, you know, it's sort of a, it's sort of based off your the trials and tribulations of teenage life. And so, you know, one of my uh, personal favorite singers, Ward, her first album, you know, was about a similar idea about, you know, what it means to be a teen and everything that goes along with that. And so I wanted to ask you then, so who are your, you know, biggest inspirations, whether they be singers or maybe just people in your, in your life that inspire your songwriting? So I would say one of my biggest inspirations, like singers growing up has probably definitely been Ariana Grande. I mean, her vocals are just insane. And also seeing how much she's been through recently as well. It's just incredible, like how she's still, you know, she's still doing what she loves. And, you know, she's still she's going really strong. And the the empire that she's built is just incredible. And you know, various artists are always inspiring me and just general people as well who, you know, are fighting for what they believe in and, you know, seeing seeing everything that's going on in the world, you know, and everybody who's just standing up for what they believe in and fighting for what they want. It's just, it's everything. Like, it's just so inspiring, you know? Yeah. And so you were talking about, you know, how you're getting inspired by all of these amazing musicians. And I was just wondering, because uh, we just listened to your single, Out of Control. So where did you get the inspiration to write that song? Like, did the lyrics or melody just kind of come to you? Or did you sort of have this idea for a while and then we're just waiting for a good time to write it? Or, you know, just the overall the process of writing your single, Out of Control? 
Yeah, so I was thinking about this the other day, and when I wrote Out of Control, I'd actually just started uh, year 10, which is the beginning of GCSEs. So, you know, at the beginning of year 10, also, I'd just gone into a new year group, so there was loads of new friends as well, and we were all getting to know each other, you know, there was some parties and stuff, and everything was just so, you know, wild and so exciting, and so Out of Control was really just inspired by all of that. And it was my first time working with the particular producer who I wrote that track with as well. So we were also kind of experimenting. But yeah, that was what was just going on at the time. And so that was obviously in the back of my mind. And so yeah, I would say that really did help me on the track. Awesome. Yeah, I love seeing how, you know, these sorts of songs, if you go and look through an artist's career, you can like pick out an individual song and it provides you with this little snapshot into what their life was like at the time. Um, And so I also wanted to ask you then, so walk us through then the process of getting your song then approved through like some sort of record label or like getting it onto, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all those kind of apps. Yeah, so basically, obviously, you you write the music, and then you've got to think about how you're going to market market it, you know, whether you're going to release it as an EP, whether it's going to be a single, everything like that. And so thankfully, I've got my amazing mom who helps me with stuff like this. I've got my, um, my PR company, and then I've also got my amazing manager. And so they they really helped me deal with all of that sort of stuff because obviously at the time I was absolutely swamped with GCSEs. So I was in the middle of doing my exams when Rebellious Teen was kind of, we were kind of prepping, prepping for it to be launched. Um, so, but yeah, when, when we do that, it will go out on Spotify and iTunes and we'll also be promoting it on all social media platforms so that everyone who follows me can see when it's coming out, where I will be performing it, what events it will be performed at and things like that. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I've always kind of wondered how that actually works, you know, to get your songs up on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever platform you're going to use to allow listeners to listen you know, just listen to your music. And speaking of listeners, I've always kind of had this question in the back of my mind. When people, you know, they meet their favorite artist and they say, oh, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. Um, Do you actually have like a biggest supporter or someone who truly is you, what you would call your biggest fan? (laughs) Yeah. Like, obviously, my friends, my my friends, I would say, are my biggest fans. Like, all of my friends are really, really supportive. But some people who, surprisingly, have actually been really massive supporters, um, supporters of me are actually my friends' mums. Like, I've got so many of them who, you know, will be buying all of my music, seeing what I'm doing, who will be happy to bring along their families to all of events that I'm doing. So that's that's really, really like interesting and super cool to see. Um, and then obviously I've just got people who I meet along the way, um, people who I meet at events, who then we become friends over social media. And then, you know, we bounce off each other's platforms, social media platforms. And then gradually you just meet more and more people. People go to your social media page. They find out about you. And if they're interested, 
then you know they'll be interested in your stuff and they'll they'll see what you're up to Interesting. Yeah. And so then I also wanted to ask you um, about, you know, Rebellious Teen specifically and how you said that, you know, your music has kind of evolved over since your last releases. And so I wanted to ask then when you say it's evolved, is that, you know, lyrically, is it the melodies? Is it both? Um, Walk us through that. Yeah. No, every everything has definitely evolved. Like, because obviously, when I when I wrote Just Being 15, my very first EP, I was I was 14 going on 15. So I was 14 when I probably started it and then 15 when I finished it. And when I like released it, I was 15. Um, and then Rebellious Teen was again 15 going on 16. But just in general, like I it was it was just much different stuff was happening during my life. I had been through certain things. I had been writing with different people. I'd been practicing more, which meant that my style had improved. Not my style, but what what I was doing, you know, all of my technique on how to go about things had improved. And so, yeah, just, just everything about it. And, you know, I was growing up as a person and getting to know certain things. But, yeah, it's, it's really it's really interesting. Like, when I listen back to Just Being 15, it's, re- it's really, it's funny to listen to. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about it because, you know, I was quite young when I did it. And it's always really interesting as well to see how my voice changed my voice has changed since then because you don't actually realize it until I listen back or until you listen back. Yeah, that's pretty incredible that you wrote your first EP at, what, 14 years old? Because I'm fi- I'm 15 right now. I'm almost 16. And I just, I, I am a musician uh, and I do really enjoy playing music, but to write an entire EP at 14, I, I think that's, for me, I to me, I think that's pretty impressive because I just couldn't really you know, picturing myself um, writing and composing an entire EP. But yeah, that's really cool. And I guess this is just kind of a broad question, but are you just really happy with your musical career and your path? Like, is it just overall fun so far? Uh, um, yeah, no, definitely. Everything is, it's really like, obviously it's hard work, but it's it's really fun you know because you're always meeting new people you're always networking every single event that you go to you're meeting new people you're you know you so you you never know who you're going to meet and you get you get these incredible opportunities like I recently just got back from China a couple of a few months ago so literally as soon as I finished my GCSEs I was on the plane to China Beijing where I performed for the communist birthday party, which was absolutely insane. And I got to perform a couple of my tracks from my um, EP, Just Being 15 and Rebellious Teen. And it was just honestly so amazing, so insane, a completely different experience from anything that I've done before. And yeah, I mean, I mean, China, the culture is completely different from, you know, UK and the US. So it was just absolutely incredible. And then being over here, you know, I've had the absolute pleasure to be able to perform in part for part of um, London Fashion Week 
and things like that and iconic jazz venues such as Ronnie Scott's so yeah it's it's all really enjoyable and yeah I've re- I've enjoyed myself so far and I hope to do be doing more in the future yeah as a musician myself I can definitely agree how amazing it feels to perform in front of people but you know, I haven't had the experience of flying all the way to China to perform <laughs> for an event as large as that so that probably was pretty nerve-wracking but definitely sounded really fun and This was a really fun conversation, but unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. But we'll be happy to invite you back in the next part of our show. So until then, audience, you can find Lydia at her website, LydiaSinger.com, her Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where she is at LydiaSingerHQ. And make sure to also look for her on whatever music platform you use. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Joven Handel. Make sure to also check out our show at btsya.org and go to our events tab there to see all the fun events we have coming up. Make sure to also stick around for more Express Yourself. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting show. This is Express Yourself Teen Radio, continuing our fun music-themed show for today. My name is Joven Handel. And I'm Jack Palacos. In this segment, we're really thrilled to be continuing our conversation with Lydia Singer. So welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. And I just wanted to clarify that in the last segment, you were talking about your GSEs that you had before your trip to China. And for us in America, what actually are your GSEs? Yes, so they're called um, GCSEs, and basically, GCSEs, um, so we have two major exams, you could say, growing up. You have your GCSEs, which are in year 11, and then you have your A-levels, which are at the end of sixth form, so at the end of school, you could say, before you go off to uni, university or college, Um And so GCSEs are basically, you take an exam in pretty much every subject. You know, you do the basics like science, math, English. You have to pick a language. So either uh, French, Spanish or German. Pick one of those. Obviously, you have to do English. Um, 
And then you have to pick three options. So for my options, I picked geography, history and music. But you could pick things like art or um, religious studies. And so, yeah, you, you do exams in those and they basically, you know, they're to help you determine, I guess, what you're going to be doing for your A-levels. And then, you know, so you do your GCSEs, you get your grades for that. And, you know, you, you need to kind of, you need to do well in your GCSEs in order to go on to A-levels. For example, in UK, you have to get above C or above in math and English it's just it's you need to get that in order to carry on up to A levels um, and then you know for A levels you pick your three subjects or you can have four subjects and yeah then after that you know you go off to university start you know you start your you start your adult life and go and get jobs and stuff <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So it must have been a um, tough challenge to, you know, balance that with your music career. And so I also wanted to ask you then about, you know, we ended the last segment talking a little bit about one of your performances that you actually went to China to do. And I also just wanted to ask you, you know, about performing in general. So is it, um, is it, you know, cathartic for you? How, how does performing make you feel? Yeah, so performing is just, I mean, it's just so amazing to start off with. You know, I think it also really depends on where I'm performing because some performances can give me more nerves than others, depending if it's, you know, just a really, really chilled, chilled venue, chilled performance, or if it's, you know, performing for the communist party in, in China. Because <laughs> obviously that, before I went on stage, I did have, a bit of nerves but then afterwards you know you just have such a buzz such a buzz <laughs> um from all the adrenaline and everything but yeah but I mean performing is just it's just yeah it's a great feeling and yeah like I said especially afterwards yeah that really sounds super incredible and I was just kind of wondering from the perspective of an actual successful musician who's your personal favorite musician and or like favorite song in general my gosh that is such I always find that question such a hard question because I listen to everything and everyone like I listen to every type of genre of music and with me I'll I might like a song and then I'll listen to it over and over and over again until I'm sick of it and then I'll move on to my next favorite song um so like but yeah, I mean, like I said, my my personal favorites are um, people like, for example, um, Queen. You know, you know Queen. Yeah. You know who yeah, made yeah, like yeah. yeah. So there, I you know there, I love their music, and then obviously, like I said earlier, Ariana Grande, um, Charlie Puth is also absolutely insane. His music's so cool. He's a really talented songwriter as well. Um, and yeah, you know, just a bit, a bit of everything, because I'm really into my musical theatre as well. Um, and you know, my first actual singer that I would listen to when I was little was Adina Menzel, who obviously did the voice of Elsa for Frozen. But I was actually a fan of her before she did that. I was a fan of her because she was the original Elphaba in Wicked. And so, you know, 
as soon as I found that out, I listened to the Wicked track, the the you know the cast the original cast recording over and over again, and then I went and watched the actual theatre production, and I knew every single song back to front. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Interesting, yeah. And so, you know, I do exactly that same thing that you do. I like listen to the same song over and over again, and I get sick of it, and I move on to something else, and the cycle just keeps repeating yeah. itself. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, so what's, what song are you on right now? What's your favorite track out there right now? I think um, at the moment I'm listening to the, I think, Halsey um, Without Me right oh, now. yeah. And then I'm just okay. trying to think of another one. I'm just thinking of what's on, what's that? Oh, no, yes, yes. Shallow from A Star Is Born. Oh, yeah, that new Lady Gaga movie. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I've got to see that. It looks absolutely <laughs> incredible. And then, I mean, for starters, it's got two just amazing people in it, like, doing the leads. And honestly, that song just, oh, my gosh, it gets to me. <laughs> Yeah, that that definitely that actually does look like a a good movie. I, I'm usually not really a fan of that type of genre in general, but I think that movie looks like it's definitely going to be pretty good. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, just do you have any? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> did what was your? favorite moment in your musical career ever just like in general did, did you have like a top moment that really like stood out among all of the other moments or you know just something that you know is going to stick with you for the rest of your life I would say my top moment would either be the very first performance that I did like ever and that was when I was nine I entered my very first singing competition and I won it. Or I would probably say going going to China, that was that was pretty insane and that would definitely stick with me. Or my last one, I would say the the event I did where I met my manager. Those those top three, those are my top three. Interesting, yeah. And so you know, I also wanted to ask um, about how, you know, you've obviously been very successful at such a young age. And so I wanted to ask you then about what advice you would give to any other prospective young singers out there. I would say as cringy as it sounds to just, yeah, not not give up, you know, and take take what everyone says to you. But at the end of the day, you know, you're not always going to be everyone's cup of tea. You're not going to be able to impress everyone. Some people are going to like you. Some people aren't going to like you. And that's, I think that is a really tough thing to kind of let sink in sometimes because you might hear one comment and then you think, oh my God, that that's it. No, it's not. You know, like you're going to get that all the time. But yeah, if you really enjoy doing it and if you, if you have that drive, then, you know, there's nothing stopping you there really isn't if you've got that drive and determination then you can honestly do anything yeah i i definitely agree with that music is just such a really important part of everyone's life and especially if you're gonna write your own songs it's important to not get discouraged because of a couple negative comments from a few people that are probably negative in general because that i definitely agree with that that people People are going to, you're always going to have people that are negative just because that's who they are. And, yeah. 
yeah, and it's your your music isn't going to please everyone, but the most important part of becoming a musician is just truly enjoying what you're doing because there's really no point in doing something that you're not going to like doing. So as long as you're having fun in the process and you really are enjoying it and you're moving forward with your uh, music in general, then I think it's definitely worth doing. And I think that that's a good note to end on because this was just, this was a really great discussion overall. So I'd like to thank you, Lydia, for coming on to the show today to share some of the amazing insights into the music industry and your experience with it. So audience, you can find Lydia at her website, LydiaSinger.com, her Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where she is at LydiaSingerHQ. And make sure to also look for her on whatever music platform that you are currently using, because it is definitely worth checking out. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Joven Hundle. Make sure to also visit BeTheStarYouAre.org and ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for more information about Express Yourself and BTSYA. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio, and make sure to keep listening as we continue our very special music theme show. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our insightful show. My name is Jack Palacos, and now we're going to be continuing our music-themed program. And my name is Jovan Hundle. Today we're excited to be um, asking back our reporter, Siri Fenindra, who will be sharing her thoughts on music. Welcome, Siri. Happy to have you. Hi. And so just kind of dive right in, get your thoughts on our theme of music today. Um, I wanted to ask you, so... You know, do you see some any sort of relationship between, you know, listening to music and any correlation on your state of mind? Yes, definitely. Music really relaxes my mind and it elevates my mood, brings a smile on my face, and ultimately it uplifts my soul when I feel low. And listening to some songs, they just make me so happy. And it doesn't matter whether it's classical, modern, country, music, pop. I truly believe there's a deep connection between the mind and the music. And actually, the journal Music and Medicine, published about Sandy Curtis, a professor at Concordia University Department of Creative Arts, she initiated a project where she made various musicians to work along with music therapists to conduct therapy sessions for terminally ill kids. And it 
actually resulted in a positive outcome and the music suited the heart and soul of these precious little kids. So definitely there is a relationship between music and the mind. Oh, wow. That's incredible. And so since there definitely is a relationship between music and the mind, do you think that music actually has any sort of healing powers? Yes. And um, I'm actually taking AP psychology as a junior right now. And as a psychology student, I can firmly say that music vibrations have a power to heal the pain generated at our emotional, physical, or mental levels. And it relieves you from the symptoms of depression, anxiety, or any stress disorders as it releases a neurotransmitter or basically a chemical messenger known as dopamine, which really makes you happy. And according to a study published in the British Journal of Medicine, combining regular therapy sessions with music therapy showed more positive results than any other healing treatment alone. And that's really fantastic. And in real life, music played a critical role in the recovery of an American jazz singer, Melody Gardot. Her physician advised music therapy for her healing after she suffered some serious brain injury in a 2003 accident and that unfortunately disabled her voice and her walking ability for two years. And she actually recovered due to music therapy. And in her words, she said, without any room for compromise, music is the reason why I'm speaking to you. And, you know, music is like really something that can heal people more than any other medicine or chemotherapy. Wow, yeah, you know, I've definitely heard of music being used um, for, you know, to help your mental health, but I never knew that it could also be used in a similar way uh, to help your physical well-being, so it's fascinating. And so, you know, as a fellow AP psychology student myself this year, uh, when we got to our unit on sleep, he, my teacher, he actually had us do a few different little exercises. So one day we took a mini nap during class. On another day, we were told to sleep a certain number of hours that night. We um, then on the final day, he had us do something relating to music and sleep. And so I wanted to ask um, you about that. So does music then improve your quality of sleep? It definitely does. And a lack of sleep has a really bad and negative impact on our health. And in long term, it will even lead to health complications. And yes, music does enhance sleep quality, especially when I hear it while going to bed. For adults, it has profound impact on their vitals, whether it's their heart rate or blood pressure. And for example, we all know when we are anxious or worried, our heart beats much faster. But music calms us down and helps us to sleep better and relax and eventually improves our heart health. And in my case, I sleep quickly, peacefully, and for a continuous period of time without waking up in the night because of music. And I also do meditation before, which music really helps with. And a report featured on National Institutes of Health supports my views that um, young participants who listen to music for 45 minutes for three weeks, they experienced a reduction in their sleep problems. And that's amazing. And reduced fatigue and tiredness also decreased. And the report even concluded that the safe method of music therapy can be used for treating insomnia and other sleep problems. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty incredible how healthy just listening to music can be if you just listen to it for only 45 minutes for three weeks. Um, that's actually just incredible how helpful it can be to your health overall. And so obviously, it seems like you should probably 
be listening to music for all of those incredible health benefits. So I was just wondering, how are you connected to music in your personal life? Actually, many of my family members in India, they're accomplished singers, including my little sister, who's nine years old, who's just starting to learn classical music. And she sings songs vocally and gave many stage performances. And I accompany her with my musical instruments. And when I was in middle school, I was part of a school band and the high school choir group. And I played in many public venues, social gatherings, and I believe that I have a natural inclination and ability in learning any new instrument. And it's really helpful and fun, and it's a stress reliever, definitely. And um, I learned guitar, clarinet, and piano over the years. And to share a personal memory, my grandfather, with whom we were very close and who actually passed away recently, he was a music lover. And whenever my sister and I played instruments or sang songs, we felt a really deep connection with him. And sometimes when I miss him, I, you know, grab my guitar or piano and I just, you know, make a song that comes from my heart. And words really are not enough to describe on how the music connects your mind, body and soul. And overall, it turns you into a whole balanced person. Um, Listen to it regularly, I recommend, every day and see how it makes a positive difference in you guys. Well, I'll definitely start listening to more music. Um, I do listen to music every day. Uh, I think, yeah, I definitely do. And um, I think music, at least for me, it really does help me start off my day in a more positive mindset or really wake me up in the morning or help me feel better if I'm feeling sad for whatever reason. So music is definitely something that it's just an important aspect of every person's life. I don't think it should be overlooked as something you should do if you have free time or just something that you listen to if you're driving on the way to school or to work or something, because music really does have a lot of positive impacts on your mental and physical health. So it's great to listen to music. And overall, that was a really great segment. And I love how informative and interesting your segments always are because I always seem to learn something new from all of them so listeners please be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program we have a lot of fun events coming up so make sure that you check out www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog I'm Jovan Hundel. Make sure to also watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Make sure to also purchase our brand new anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices at cynthiabryan.com slash online store. And uh, you've been listening to Express Yourself, an honor global community where teens talk and the world listens. We want to thank Cynthia Bryan, Star Style Productions, be the star you are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Uh, thank you to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Uh, make sure to, again, go to our main site at bethestarur.org for info on a creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs. And until next week, remember, enjoy music, be generous, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between.
If you would let your 